I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Guardians put themselves on the line to defend the ideal sacred to democracy. In 2020, they fought on many fronts. On the front line against COVID-19, the world's healthcare workers displayed the best of humanity. Selflessness, compassion, stamina, courage, while protecting as much of it as they could. By risking their lives every day for the strangers who arrived at their workplace, they made conspicuous and foundational principle of both medicine and democracy. Equality. By their example, healthcare workers this year guarded more than their lives. That is the opening paragraph of the piece in Time Magazine, where it is announced the Time Magazine Guardians of the Year were Dr. Anthony Fauci and frontline health workers. On that cover, if you look over on the right-hand side, you will see the face of a Utah, a baseball cap and glasses and a mouth and nose uh, shielded by the mask, which we have all become very familiar with. His name is Pete Sands, and he is the program manager of the Utah Navajo Health System. And he uh, also the creator of the Utah Navajo Health System's COVID-19 relief program, a guardian of the year. And he joins me on the line now. Mr. Sands, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Thank you for having me on your show. I am uh, I'm a little self-conscious because I, I know that the work you are doing is incredibly valuable and important. And by uh, sitting here chatting with me on the radio, I'm taking you away from some of the great good uh, that you are doing. Talk, talk to me, please, though. Uh, let's get into the, the program that you have founded, the one that has uh, earned you this placement in this long list of of healthcare workers around this country who, you know, as described in that opening paragraph, have put, uh, you know, your lives and your time at jeopardy in the service of others. Talk to me about the the relief program that you created, sir. Yes, um, the Utah Navajo COVID relief program is part of the Utah Navajo Health System down in southern Utah. Back in uh, back in February, when we had those two possible cases in Monument Valley, we had a meeting at the uh, board, the board directors and the top administrators here. And I came, we all kind of just thought, you know, the thinking there wasn't like if it was going to come, it's more of a time of a when the coronavirus is going to get here. So I came up with this idea. You know, I was like, we should create a program so when it does get here, we can be somewhat prepared for it to help the people in this area. Because, you know, the, the Navajo Reservations already already has a face of so many tremendous amounts of uh, lack of resources, health resources and health infrastructure and I just felt like at the time there was something that was needed. I didn't have, I don't know, it was just a gut reaction. And uh, and they came on and they're just like, all right, go ahead. So I went with it and created what, what it came to be. 
What type of aid do you do you offer those who are in need? What's the nature of the the program? The nature of the program is to help those who are affected by the COVID nineteen um, pandemic. We have people down here who are out of jobs, people here who don't have any source of income, people who who need food, people who need firewood, people who need water, because water was something that was very scarce, is already very scarce here on the reservation. But when people are told you have to wash your hands for 15 to 20 seconds, that takes away from the water they have stored in barrels in their homes because there's no running water. So, um, you know, that's the kind of issues that we face down here. We have to find ways to work around that and try to help these people with implementing um Water, water hand washing stations in their home, portable hand washing stations. They just bring more water to people whenever they are, whenever they can get out. Because a lot of people here have trouble with transportation. Because everyone lives in such rural, remote areas that we here at the relief program, we were able to get out food to people. We were able to give out food drives. We were able to do food drives every week, and we went to other communities all across the Utah Navajo community, and um, and that's what we did. And uh, we continue to do. It's admirable. It's incredible stuff that you're doing. Uh, I'm inspired just hearing you describe this. Um, you, you on Thursday, were scrolling through Instagram. I have read and you saw uh, that cover of Time Magazine. You thought you saw a face that looked a bit familiar to you. Uh, wh- what was going through your mind at that time? It was a total, it's a total shock. Like Even right now, I still can't believe it because I'm, it really... You know, it just, you know, of, of all the people in the world that are doing great things, you know, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm sure it's hard for them to choose which people to highlight and spotlight and, you know, cover. And so I was just honored, you know, being from such a small town and, you know, our, our program has reached well beyond our borders into the rest of the country. And um, it's just, you know, a testament to, Everybody here that works together, that works together, you know, day to day to make this whole thing operate. And it's just, it's just amazing, you know, seeing it Thursday. I was like, wow, that's, I didn't believe it at first. I mean, someone Photoshopped this. This can't be real, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but it was, it was, it's definitely, you know, it's a high honor. It speaks for, you know, how a community or, or people can start something, you know, just out of instinct and just wanting to help people. and. Sure. You know, people can gather around that idea and get We're speaking with Pete Sands, who is the creator of Utah Navajo Health System's COVID-19 relief program. It is a program that is bringing food and firewood and water uh, to thousands in need throughout the Navajo Reservation, not only here in Utah, but in New Mexico and Arizona. And it was uh, revealed just last week that he uh, and, and other guardians were honored by uh, Time Magazine and their accomplishments highlighted as Guardians of the Year, uh, frontline health workers and others. Uh, Mr. Sands, let me ask you, we have about a minute left before we have to say goodbye, uh, but you are in a unique circumstance right now. You have received a, a unique recognition and you now have a unique platform. What from your experience creating this much needed program, this much needed relief program for your community, what have you learned that turns into advice that you would share uh, with others who are looking for ways to help those around them? You know, you know, I get this a lot from people who want to start 
their own type of programs or some sort of community involvement is, you know, start out small, you know, start on your community, help your neighborhood, start out from there. That's how I started. It was just helping my little hometown and it just grew from there, you know, little acts of kindness and gratitude and, you know, benevolence is something that goes a long way. So just start small, helping out your neighbor, your neighborhood, your small community, and it'll grow from there. And, um, you know, so I guess it's all I got. Very good. Uh, Peace stands. Listen, congratulations. Thank you for your example. And and as I said, I'm self-conscious for taking you away from the good and important work that you're doing. And so I'll bring this conversation to an end. But it's been an honor to speak with you. uh, And it's been an honor to hear the good and impactful work that you're doing for your community in the Navajo Nation. Pete Sands, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.